words from the hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. Today's message is called Occupy, and you have to forgive me in advance. Say, I forgive you in advance. No, I can't hear you. Say, say, say I, I forgive you, me. In advance. No, some of you are not saying it so, because I want to offend many of us here today, including myself. Say, I forgive you in advance. He said, occupy till I come. And he was speaking in Luke 19, verse 13. And that word was for the church. And I won't go into the parable today, but let me say this to you. The, the church has done a bad job occupying. That is why the world has become chaotic. Because occupying is synonymous to dominion. Say dominion. But the word dominion was not for Christianity. It was to man. Let me say that again. The word dominion was not to Christianity. It was to man. Do you agree with me? Or you don't agree with me? And God said to man, next slide, let him have dominion over the birds of the air. Next verse, next slide. The, 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 no, sorry, fish of the sea, birds of the air, and cattle. And for many years, Say, God forgive you. He chose and deceived us to thinking that dominion is all about devils. No, no, no. The purpose of a thing, you will know it by the purpose for the law of first mention. And the law of first mention, God did not mention Satan in that equation. Oh my God. What? <laughs> you see why God created birds of the air, fish of the sea? Should I tell you why? It was a template that God laid out for man to conquer the world. Because man conquered to travel by sea first. Two of us. I can't hear you. Now, the British knew this. And they went by sea and conquered all of us. A small island because they saw the template in the Bible. God put submarines in fish. He put aeroplanes in birds. Why? He didn't just create these things just for us, for us to be fanciful. No. It's to stimulate our imagination. Bible says God is able to do exceedingly above all we can ever ask or think. But the church only talks about prayer and not thinking. Now, to put things in context today, because I'm going to attack pastors today, I don't care. I've been doing ministry for 34 years. To put this in context, I go off food every Thursday and I eat on Sundays. Sometimes it's Wednesday to Sunday. I do video Friday night and Saturday night. So I know the importance of prayer. But prayer must be situated in the right place. The way we appeal prayer is that we have made man inferior. So man has used prayer to become superior. If God gave Jesus favor with man and with God, it shows you that man is important. And the first thing you hear about God's trinity, he said, when he said, let us make man in our image, let us. So he had to take heaven's counsel together to create man. That's how powerful you are. Are you following me today? Let me wear my glasses, so you know I'm getting old now. So at least, when you are finished with me, I won't see you. Amen. Amen to Jesus. Praise the Lord, somebody. When Nehemiah was going was to build the broken down ones and burn down gates, when he heard the report from his brethren, he went to pray first. Well, after that prayer, I, I didn't see him pray again. And when he called, I made a clarion call to build the broken wall that was and burned down gates. In Nehemiah 3 verse 1, the first people who admitted that they were part of the problem, can someone tell me? The church, the high priests. You see, Nigeria's problem, I put it solely at the feet of the church. Including all of us, myself too. Amen to Jesus. Because if we are truly occupying, we won't be where we are today as a country. Eliashib was a high priest. He said, let us 
First of all, build the ship gates. My question is, is this. If the ship gates were broken, they didn't need to take Nehemiah to tell them they need to build it. It meant that they were blind to many things. May God open the eyes, our eyes today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord, somebody. Say occupy. occupy. I can't hear you. Occupy. I cannot hear you. Occupy. See the issues. <laughs> you know, when I hear a voice like, it's like synthesizer, equalizer. Remember those days you used equalizer in cars? Sip, sip, sip. I'd like to ask us some questions today. And before I ask those questions, my first question is Who are you? How do you see yourself? And how do you see? Why am I saying this today? I'm saying this because what you hear informs how you see. And how you see informs the decisions you make. Let me say this to you as a warning. Decisions are the most important things you make in life. It can either destroy you or make you. My men first mentor, apart from my former boss, about Tudeko, is a man called, now I'm going to now offend some of you, his name is Muhammad Ali. If you check my DP, he says, if you ever dream of beating me, wake up and apologize. <laughs> Why am I saying so? The man today can never be forgotten. Why? Where did he start from? I'll tell you a little story. His bicycle was stolen at the age of 12. Rather than cower in the midst of racial discrimination and go home crying, he went to meet a white policeman at 12 years old. That decision to meet that white policeman changed his destiny, not prayer. Let me rewind. The decision to go and meet a white policeman, I'm sure you understand that there was heated racial Discrimination at that point in time. It wasn't even covered. Are you following me? The man asked him, can you fight? He said, no. He said, I will teach you how to fight. That's how he started boxing. Now I have your attention, don't I? A 12-year-old boy took a decision. Not go and cry home and tell his parents. But was bold enough to meet a policeman to report the case to a policeman. The rest is history. In fact, not history, let me tell you a story. He faced the Supreme Court in America and he knocked them out. They killed Malcolm X, they killed Martin Luther King, they couldn't kill him. There's a fight that he fought with Foreman. I've watched that fight not less than a thousand times. Because he was 32 years old, past his prime, fighting a man that was 24 years old, now the world champion, who had fought those he had fought and knocked them out in round two and round three. How could he possibly beat Foreman? His wife left him at that point in time because she thought it was a fight that was fixed to destroy him. Ali knocked him out in the eighth round. There's a rumor that Ali stood on the ropes for eight rounds. No. Ali threw, just to understand that I've studied this fight, 12 lead right punches at Foreman. He fought Foreman at his strength. Foreman had no response in the first round. And he kept on talking to him. George, is that all you've got? You punch like a sissy. <laughs> you are walking like a mummy. George, is that all you've got? And George was punching him, punching him, punching until he got tired. And he knocked him out. He told George Foreman, I will knock you out and you retire from boxing. Just foreman retired from boxing immediately after Ali's fight and went into depression. He went into depression at the age of 24 because Ali beat him with his mouth and with his hands. But he matched his mouth with his, with his training. No? Don't just talk. Oh. <laughs> Praise the Lord, somebody. Amen to Jesus. Don't just talk. Oh. Ali was training outside in the humidity 
Someone was training inside air condition. By the time he came out of the training, his, his physical condition was something else. And he said, for man, George, you know, the referee gave an interview. He said, George, is that all you've got, George? You've punched like a sissy. And the guy threw everything. But he could not bring Ali down. And Ali knocked him out and went to the place of depression. Amen to Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> He came back years after to fight again. But even when they interviewed George Foreman afterwards, George, he, 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 couldn't recall, he couldn't explain what happened. And that's because Ali saw himself as a world champion. He said, because, you know what he says, I can say to you, because I believe in God, I can never be beat. But the issue is, I don't fast and pray because I have a problem. It's an insult from the fast because I have a problem. That means I've considered that thing is bigger than me. It's not possible. You know, I've sent somebody that, you know, if I see praying for Nigeria, it is good though. It is good. But some people don't pray, they fix it. Uh oh. You get out next week. <laughs> the things you are praying to us for, some people use phone call to solve. So it means that we're not, is it that we're being taught the wrong thing? But we need to put prayer in its perspective. Why don't you pray and fast rather than read your exams? You have to study, true or false. Why don't you fast and pray and not study and go and write your exams? So there's a place for knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge, not prayer. It is the truth that sets you free. It is lack of knowledge, say lack of knowledge. knowledge. You see, the issue is this. If I ask some of you to stand up here, we've been here for 10 years, you have to quote the Bible for five minutes. You can't quote the Bible for five minutes. Okay, I won't try to do <laughs> Praise the Lord, somebody. Amen to Jesus. Let me continue. Because I'm, I'm deviating a bit. Amen to Jesus. Praise the Lord, somebody. We can pray in tongues. We can't quote Bible. We can know all the medical are saying. We can't quote Bible. Don't let me get, I, mean, you know, I don't need to be too stubborn today. I'll be, I, have to be, I have to behave myself. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Who are you? You need to go and ask that question. Now, if you go to Numbers 13, Moses sent 12 spies, am I correct? And asked Joshua to join them. And they said something that is very strange. I only found out why Caleb saw differently. I won't, tell you, I won't tell you now. But the others saw themselves as grasshoppers. Say, we're, we're in our own eyes, grasshoppers. Do this slide, slide before. And we're in their own eyes as grasshoppers. So, how you view yourself is how the people view you. But the issue is how do you see yourself? Once they enter the land, they saw themselves as grasshoppers. The reason why Caleb was different was when I was studying the text, and I realized that Caleb came from Judah, which is the lineage of Jesus. So once you are in Christ, your perspective must be different. So let us go at once and take the land. At once. So how do you see yourself? And there's a pandemic I need to address today. It's called low self-esteem, low self-worth, and low self-confidence. If you look at your ledger of esteem, it's low, 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 low. And we use, next slide, and we use makeup. Sorry, we use our, God forgive me, our eyelashes. We use our wristwatches, our cars, to cover some of, some of our inadequacies, to look good, to cover our self-esteem. But you can do all those things, you won't satisfy it. Ah, women, please forgive me. Praise the Lord, somebody. Can I, can I be bad, small? You know, if I go and buy you a bag made in Nigeria, I'm actually, if I, I'm actually, I'm actually quite good in fashion. Uh, but if I give you a Faragamo bag or Chanel, you'll be excited. For some of you, not everybody. But you know, 
two of us now. <laughs> it just shows that we're, we're still colonized. Somehow. Me, I'm a master buying bags. Oh. I buy bags. Praise the Lord, somebody. <laughs> Amen to Jesus. Praise the Lord, somebody. Who are you? Say, who am I? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Because who you are begins to inform how you see things. Once you have a wrong perspective of who you are, you see things wrongly. And this was what Esther had to address. Listen very carefully. Name, her man has risen into a place of prominence and written a decree to kill the Jews. Mordecai, there are many things there. Even though Esther was probably complaining how she was now an orphan and taken captive, not knowing that captivity was a vehicle to move her into a place of her destiny. Let me start again. Captivity was God God used as a vehicle to transport Esther into the place of her assignments. Because if she was not in Persia, there was no way she had joined the beauty contest. Two of us. I can't hear you. Now, when they were now in a dire straits, Mordecai said something. He said, maybe you are in a kingdom for such a time as this. That if you don't rise to the occasion, enlargement and deliverance will come from another place. What did he say there? What he was saying in the very B was, the power to resolve the situation is not in God's hands. Is inside you, Esther. Let me say that again. Enlargement and deliverance will come from another place. That is why what you call for a fast, you go and watch the words carefully in, in Esther 4, out of time, 16, 17, 18, 19. She said, call the fast and said, fast for me. She didn't say fast to reverse the curse. Oh my God. If it was us, we will be fasting to reverse the curse. True of us. True of us. Because that's what we have been told. But why am I fasting to reverse the curse when the answer is your hands already? Because she knew she didn't know who she was. That's why she had to fast. And when she fasted and approached the king, the king saw her as queen. If you go to Esther 5, verse 3, he says, What do you want? The Bible says, Esther answered. Esther answered. When you get to verse 5 and verse 6 of Esther chapter 5, he says, what do you want? The Bible says, Esther answered. By the time you get to Esther chapter 7 and verse 1, 2, and 3, and the king asked her, the Bible says, Queen Esther answered. It was fasting and prayer that opened her eyes to, to know who she was. Let me rewind. <laughs> it was fasting and prayer that opened her eyes to know who God had made her as queen. Esther answered the first two times, but the queen Esther answered the third time. In chapter 8, after Esther, Haman had been killed, you know what she did? She came and knelt down before the king and crying that you may reverse the curse of Haman. The king did not want to answer her. He stretched forth his hand towards her why didn't he answer her? She's queen. He, he, he didn't humor her to say, get up. No. He couldn't address her at that state. Kneeling down, begging. She, he stretched with his straw towards her and she rose. And I said that she may reverse the curse of her man. The king said, I have given you the house of a man, the keys of death and hell, the keys of the kingdom. So sister doesn't have the keys to his house. He says, Mordecai, I've given the ring to. Write what you want. What she was begging for was in her hands. So we must just pray properly. A lot of things you are praying for is already in your hands. The Bible says, I've given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. He says, he says um, by his divine power, he has given us all things that pertain to life and Godness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. He said, wherefore, by this exceeding great and precious promises, we become a partaker of his divine nature. 
So by his divine nature, I am blessed. By his divine nature, I am more than a conqueror. But it's true knowledge. Say knowledge. knowledge. I can't hear you. Knowledge. So that means knowledge is power. Power is knowledge. How do I begin to deal with the issues of my slow self-esteem? And I'll start by highlighting Genesis 1.26, which says, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. That means God had to come together to create you. And God made man in his image after his likeness. That's interesting. Image and likeness. Just as an aside, many of us have married images. <laughs> so, so, we now after five years, ah, why not know how he's like? Ah, ah, I did marry him. Oh, ah. Amen to Jesus. <laughs> Praise the Lord, somebody. <laughs> because your likeness is who you are like. So when God made man, man was in God's image and like God. But after many years, because that's why man was living for 900 years and it, became, it began to reduce until right now we have conformed to other things. And we're like other things. So we have to start the process of recovering who we are. The Bible says don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. We must think highly of yourself. The Bible says cast not away your confidence which has great recompense of reward. My job here today is to open your eyes to see who you are. Say, I'm a child of God. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. When Peter was walking on water, so may God forgive you. He saw Jesus, right? In this Monday of Christianity, they saw his spirit. It was Jesus who. But he said it's a spirit. No, everything today is a spirit. Praise the Lord, somebody. <laughs> Praise the Lord, somebody. It is not a spirit. It is you. It's not a spirit. Your mind is thinking of what is not there. That means their mind was creating what was not there. But when he finally heard that it was Jesus, he said, if it's you, bid me to do what? Come. Watch this. Once he said, once he saw Jesus walking on water and he said, come, Peter, hearing what? Come. Saw himself walking on water, but recall that the storm was raging despite him stepping out on water. The storm was raging. We always forget that. The Bible says that he now saw the storm boisterous. But the question is you can't see the storm. Can you see wind? You can't see wind. You can only hear wind and see the effect of wind. Are you following me? You can only see see the effect of wind or hear wind. So that means that he took his eyes off Jesus saying he something else. And immediately he changed the picture in his mind. So he seen himself sink. Bible says beginning to sink. Not that he sank. Please show me how you begin to sink. There's a swimming pool downstairs. <laughs> Let's see how you can begin to sink. Praise the Lord somebody. There's nothing called begins to sink. You sink. That means that <laughs> he hasn't started sinking physically speaking in his mind the picture of walking on water changed to sinking in water as a man sinking in his heart so is he and how you see yourself informs how you think that's why I follow Ali <laughs> he said I'm the greatest of all time Ali just use the principles in the Bible. I'm the, I'll be the greatest of all time. Ali will not name the match, title of the match, Rumble in the Jungle. So his terms and conditions are under him. Amen to Jesus. He called the fight with Fraser, Thriller in Manila. He was controlling the narrative. This guy controlled the narrative. You need to control your narrative. We are hearing too many things that are negative. Of, no, many of us, our friends, were sorry to use this word. Abusive sometimes. They are foolish. They are stupid. And when you hear stupid and foolish of no good, that's what informs what you think. So change what you are hearing. 
And that is why me, the time where I just sit down, even online, I just declare God's word for two hours, one hour. No Bible. I open my Bible once. I do three hours, just declare the scriptures for three hours. Because I must hear the scriptures. The Bible says in Galatians 4 verse 1, it says, an heir, even though he's a child, does not differ from a servant. Even though he's Lord of all, but was you under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the fathers. Who are you under? He said, not enough to be under a tutor, but be under also a governor. Because you must think as a governor. Are you hear somebody? I didn't hear me. Praise the Lord, somebody. You know, let me, you are tempting me, you. Some temptations I'm feeling right now. When I was worshiping like this, I said, ah, this is a good place to go and settle down. <laughs> Praise the Lord, somebody. <laughs> Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. As a man thinking in his heart, so is he. What are you thinking? What images are in your mind? Let me show you something very quickly. Hold a thought in your mind. Anything. A word, a picture, anything in your mind. If you're ready, put your hand up. Okay. Stay on it and time yourself. And once your mind wanders, put your hand up. Your mind has already wandered. Forget that one. <laughs> it just shows you that the mind is difficult to control. When the Bible says this book of law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt therein meditate therein day and night and to observe, to do. You know, if you're looking for a child, you don't do this. So when you're looking for a child, you say, okay, I'm... I'm when you're not pregnant, you're trying to observe, you're pregnant, you're doing this. No, sit in your mind. Sit in your mind. When you can sit in your mind, it will happen. I hear somebody. I can't hear you. Yes. Say, I sit in my mind. If you don't go to Tower Babel, the Bible says the people is one. They have one mind and one language. It says this thing that they have begun to do, nothing shall be restrained from them that they have imagined to do. There was no city and tower, let me tell you something. They just began to build it. But in their mind's eye, they saw a city and tower. They didn't have tongues, my God. And that was man in his fallen state. I was going to build a tower and in seven place, you see God panic. Let us come down. Those people, they move God. They move God. I hear somebody. God had to come down because God knew they would do it. It shows you if your mind and your mouth can say the same thing, you become dangerous. Because some of you, you go to Kamasha Kamaga in your mind, you say, no, 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 no. Look at Zachariah, he didn't have faith. Bible says your prayers have been answered. Ah, that's what excites you. Angel came. He said, God, how can I have a child? I'm old. So why are you praying now? You know you're old. For Abraham, it was different. You know why it was different? Abraham said that God, God wasn't praying. God appeared to him and said, I'm your shield, an exceeding great reward. So God, I, I can't even exceeding great reward. When I see that I'm go, I go childless, and this Eliezer will be my heir. The fact that he's saying, God, why am I childless? Show that he had faith. You know why? Because the Bible says, without faith, you can't please God. But he that cometh to the Father must believe that he is. That's the first principle. Must pass that first test. Must believe that he is. What are you doing for you? The second thing entirely. But believe that he is. So Abraham believed that he is. That's why he questioned God. When I say questioning God, you know he can do it. But the issue is, can he do it for me? Are you here, somebody? Say, God can do it for me. Say, I believe that he is. I recall the story of Peter. James had been beheaded and was now in prison. What did Peter, Peter do? He was sleeping. Sleeping. People were praying. Oh, Makama. You know why? They were praying so much, so much. You know, it is not all this speculation that will come and answer you. You can't move God, though. It is faith that moves God. Not when you are banging your head, you are doing theatrics, you God, God, no, that one doesn't move God, though. doesn't move that one. It just moves his face. They prayed so much that when they were knocking, Peter was knocking, they didn't hear him. Oh, Shaka, too, come on, so what? Say, Peter, they do. He said, You're mad. So, what were they praying about? <laughs> huh? They didn't believe at all. <laughs> then they said, No, it's him. He said, There must be an angel. 
that he has died. And that's how we pray. What you say and what you think are different things. Bible says, even I don't know about this one, I can only, my wife is, I didn't say my wife was here, but my wife is here with me. I can only, I've been in the labor room before, so I can only try to explain it. But you should not know about circumcision. Let me explain it to you now. Bible says, when Zion traveled, she brought forth. When a woman goes into labor pains, she's not thinking of the tea she'll drink today or what the children will eat tomorrow. Everything is focused on that pain. Everything is, is focused. Does your, mind, does your mind wonder? Can't wonder. So men can't understand prayer. Eh? That labor pain is so easy. Some of you have labor pain for nine hours. Hey, yes, somebody. Your mind can't wonder. But us, when you're praying in tongues, as you're praying in tongues, your mind is saying, ah, that business. Shakaman, that business. When I live here, um, ask God and do that, see that person. You're praying in tongues, though. We need to understand that prayer is like a baby in a womb connected to God and you join the life of God. And when you finish in prayer, you're coming out to dispense all what God has given to you. Enlargement and deliverance are in your hands. Don't look onto God, look onto your hands. Are you here, somebody? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. We're praying like servants, like Esther was praying like servants. And she was queen. Even though she was queen, her prayer life was being like a, act like a servant, begging the king. The king not even human to answer her. You are not a beggar. You are a queen. We have not received the spirit of, 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 uh, of body to fear again. But the spirit of adoption, we cry, Abba, Father. Are you here, somebody? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Yes, sir. Say, I'm a child of God. I'm child of God. Say, I'm a child of God. You need to think like Caleb who rose up and because of his lineage chose to say we can take this city. Say I can take over. Say I will take over. And one of the ways of recovering your mind is by meditating and spending time studying the word of God. For many of us, our minds have to be recovered. Our minds have to be renewed. For many of us, we have conformed to many things. Conformed to failure. Conformed to depression. Conformed to challenges. You know, sometimes, the way they... As I say, me, don't understand. I pray, but my prayer is to know who God is. I spend time to know who God is. I spend time to just spend time in God and deal with issues, but not because I want to pray because I have a personal challenge. I hear somebody. Because the Bible says that he saved me, he called me, not according to my works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to you in Christ Jesus before the world began. But it's not made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. That's 2 Timothy 1, verse 9 and 10. The Bible says in Ephesians 3, Verse 1, verse, Ephesians 1, verse 3 says, Blessed be God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of this world. How did he choose you before you were born? How did he choose you before you were born? That means you existed before you were born. And because you existed in him, he already blessed you. You didn't find Christ, though. He chose you. And because you chose you, you complied on earth to, to give your life to Christ. And that's the evidence that you are not saved. Because he saved you as he has chosen you. So he chose you first in our blessed. You say, I am blessed. I, am blessed. I can't hear you. You need to wake up and say, I am blessed and highly favored. You need to wake up and say, I'm, I'm the head and not the tail. God is the glory and lift of my head. Is the light of my countenance, is my peace, is my joy, is my way maker. But the issue is, if I ask you today, let's pray your understanding. We'll start with no weapon from a shall prosper. You will start with negativity. Praise the Lord, somebody. All my enemies, mm, don't glorify the devil. See, the devil is marketed by men from the pulpit. When the angel appeared to Peter in prison, 
The angel, he doesn't want to address the chains. He didn't address the prison door. If it was us, we first do a prayer meeting to break the chains. And we just close it. I break, I break you, I break you, I break you, I break you. The angel spoke once. Peter, arise. And the chains fell off his hands. Say, I arise. I, arise. I can't hear you. I, I can't hear you. Call your name. Say, Ayo, arise. arise. Say, Ayo, arise. arise. Say, Ayo, arise. Babu says, the weapons of our warfare are not canal, but are strong and mighty through strongholds. Eh? To the what? Of course, strongholds. Forget those ones. The weapons of our warfare are not what? Are not, but they are and eh? they are strong and mighty through God. And this one, you know, I don't know. That's one query. This query. He didn't use King James. No, this, this King James. I don't use King James because King James is the one that I know. I use other ones as reference. So when I saw this morning, ah, the guy didn't use King James. Ah. I was telling my officers, ah, this one you're using other translations. You need to be delivered. Anyway, if you now do a comparison with Ephesians 6 verse 13, he said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Which is more intense, a wrestling match or a warfare? warfare. But the warfare is against strongholds, imaginations. Many of us, you can bind the devil what you want. As long as you remain bound in your mind, you can't be free. Many of us are bound in our minds. You need to break loose. Say, I break loose. I break loose. But it's not by saying that, though. But it's not by saying this. It's by speaking the word. Amen to Jesus. Wake up and declare, I am the head and not the tail. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Because with all these things lie the way you see and perceive things. And you can see yourself properly. Right? You see clearly. And you need to make the right decisions. Because let me tell you something. Success is not about prayer alone. In fact, we've traveled now to many countries that they don't pray. And people have been successful, true or false. But you see, we've been so prayer as a means where we believe that man cannot do anything unless he prays. I agree with you. But man created a space shuttle that goes to the moon. That's dominion. Dominion is but innovation. Say innovation. innovation. Uh, I want to say something very controversial. You know, I said something earlier on. I said, if Moses and Abraham looked down on us today, they were, they were abusing a lot of us. Say, ah, these people, they are, they are breaking the walking well. Ah, look at the Tower of Babel. Many towers around across the world. Man is going to the moon. Zoom. You know the thing that you think for granted? When they look down on us, they say, ah, this is man in his majesty. Can you hear somebody? Can you hear me, somebody? Yes. If you knew who you are or what God made you, some things you never pray about anymore. You are made in the image and likeness of God. You are a, an heir of God, a joint heir with Christ. And you need to think. Not just say it, but think it. Say, I think it. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. From today, you need to spend time. The issue with many of us is this. The Bible says, study to show yourself. The reason why you are today a, you have a PhD in law, I'm correct. It's because you study for it to happen. So when you study the word, you show yourself. You, you get that? Yes. If I study um, engineering, I'll become an engineer. If I study the word, I become like the word. So when you study, you show yourself. But many of us don't study the Bible. Read the Bible five minutes a day. I'm going to be joining all the, all the prayer meetings. Praise the Lord, somebody. Every morning you have like eight, eight prayer meetings you're attending. And they ask you what you pray about afterwards. You still can't remember. Praise, okay, praise the Lord, somebody. How many of you joined the prayer meeting this morning? 
How many of you joined any this morning? Uh, confess now. Uh, okay, Friday. Uh, uh, Friday. <laughs> okay, name one prayer point you prayed yesterday. <laughs> praise the Lord, somebody. The praise the Lord, prayer becomes sensation. Sensation. Just to sens- sensationalize prayer. And just to conjure people's emotions. But there's no content in the prayer. And most of the prayer points are not in line with the word of God. I hear somebody. We need to pray with the word of God. Say, pray with the word of God. Praise the Lord, somebody. It's time to study God. The Bible says, you sh- huh? it says, if you continue in my word, you are my disciple indeed. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall do what? Set you free. It is not prayer. Say truth. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. If it is truth that sets us free, not prayer. When you pray with the truth, you become dangerous. I hear somebody. I can't hear you. Because you, the truth creates a mindset in you that when you pray, you know it is done. I hear somebody. I can't hear you. Yes, People believe that Daniel prayed for 21, uh, fasted for 21 days. No. He didn't fast for 21 days. It took 21 days for the angel to, angel to appear to him. And the angel said, from the day you prayed, God, what happened? So it wasn't a prayer fasting that made God answer him. It was a fasting that made it manifest. Are you here, somebody? I can't hear. Say, I'm blessed and highly favored. I am blessed and highly favored. We need to, honestly, when you get home, go and sit down and ask yourself, who am I? Because if you don't know who you are, and you don't mean to heal our low self-worth and low self-confidence, we can't really achieve much in this life. I was 13 years old when I had a rugby coach at 13. They used to beat us when I was in Form 1 and Form 2. This was when I was in the UK. Form 3, I had a coach with my chemistry lecturer. The guy used to deal with us. Eh? If, we, if you tell me to do a, a, a routine with, with, with a drill with four, four, four guys, God help you throw the ball once. The punishment, eh? This guy built us to the point where we believed that we were invincibles. We're not Christians, though. And that is why I always encourage parents, try and get your children at a young age to get into competitive sports. Because it helps their development. A lot of things that worry many of us today is because we didn't do sports when we were growing up and getting into a place of comic, um, discipline and competition. At 13, at 13, this guy trained us. And we're the first team in the history of the school to be unbeaten. That's it. It's a game we played. The shortest in that team was t- taller than the tallest guy in that team. They were like giants. <laughs> when we saw them, so how can we play these guys? They didn't score one try against us. Not one try. I scored two tries that day. I was given the only award as the hardest player on the pitch for the whole season. They coached that same thing for two other teams after us. Chosen by the coach. Right. But from a young age, you have to begin to tell your children you are more than a conqueror. You have to tell your kids you are a champion. But you don't just say to you mark end with discipline to you can't watch bathroom, you can't watch toilets. You know, we live in day and age right now. We're parents now. You know, I don't know this parenting we're doing now, this 21st century parenting. The train comes to the floor, they can't watch bathroom. Okay, you're quiet. <laughs> Even me, I seem to be, I still watch bathroom and toilets, I seem to do. Because I don't talk it, I do it. So that they, he has no choice but to do it. Are you following me? Yes. So at a young age, I was into competitive sports. And that year, we were unbeaten. Do you know what it is to see giants come and play against you? We beat them that day 33-0. Because <laughs> a, a try is four points then, but now it's five points today. They didn't score a try against us. There was a game that we played that these people were at a five-meter line for 20 minutes. They couldn't get, get past us for, for 20 minutes. Because the guy just made us believe that we're invisible, that not, not, we're just one and conquerors. And when we come to school, we're like champions. <laughs> Are you listening to me, somebody? Yeah. We need to train our... You see, some things, that's why if you can lay a prayer on this matter, yes. if you can lay a prayer on confidence, yes. you become dangerous. Are you here, somebody? Yes. If you can lay a prayer on a, an image that is the right image in Christ... Nigeria will change. Yes. 
Because no matter what you say about Nigeria, if your mind doesn't change about Nigeria, it can never change. Are you here, somebody? The tower of Babel was in their mind. That's how they could build it. What is in your mind? Imagination is imagination. Imagination is a weapon of offense. Why do the people imagine a vain thing against the Lord as anointed? God has to respond to their imagination. What are you imagining in your mind? I don't care what you pray. If like John, all the cause, what comes to the doesn't exist. If your mind doesn't change, it will exist. Amen to Jesus. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. The problem is not devil, it is you, you and I. What, what self-image you have of yourself? Do you see yourself as an heir of God? Do you know what it is? Do you know when you are, you are an ambassador to a country, you are the government there. Yes. Are you here, somebody? Yes. You are heaven's government. Yes, heaven's government. Do you know, do you know that for you to have a low self-esteem, you don't know God. You can't know God. You can't know God. If you are truly God's child, no matter the problem you go through, let me tell you something. Bible says, lay aside every weight and sin. Eh? Wait, let me tell you what that means. For those who are involved with athletics, to increase your speed, you need to carry weight. Why? That weight, eh? you overcome it with speed. The idea is to overcome the weight. Yes. You carry that weight until you beat your time with that weight. So that weight no longer has impact over you. So bring on challenges now. Because those challenges make you increase your speech muscle. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? Me, I said, bring on the problem. My wife was one prayer meeting one day. And I said, I beat the storm. I said, storm. Me, big storm. I can never be big storm. The storm will, will, will calm down by himself. Me, I can have a big storm. Storm care. When a plane is flying through the storm, does the, does the plane go and land? It goes through it. Or goes around it. Bring on the storm. Which is the storm? And it's only one in a million. Though. I can tell you that's one. I heard, I heard you. <laughs> I heard you. Only one in a million can crash with turbulence. And that's because maybe pilot is taking a risk. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? Bring on the storm. When Peter, when Peter was sinking, do you know Christ is not addressed the storm? He addressed Peter. He made him walk back on the boat. As he entered the boat before the storm ceased. There's no way you live on this earth. You have problems, true or false. But those problems are just ways to build your muscle. You can't be fit without, without exercising. Are you here, somebody? I can't hear you. You need to see problems differently. It's just a waste. The only way you can carry 100 kg, you can start, you start with 10 and 20. Are you here, somebody? I can't hear you. Do you know Usain Bolt, when he's running, he has to put attach weights to himself and runs with it. So you need a way to practice and enhance his speed. So bring on the problem now. Didn't God have a problem in the beginning? There was darkness. God didn't, God didn't say darkness, I bind you. He just said, let there be light. You know, you know that, that, maybe tomorrow, I'll do that one tomorrow. We will bind devil, bind devil, bind devil. Devil, I bind you. That scripture doesn't refer to the devil. Huh? Okay, uh, come to church more now. Here now. Uh, Ecclesia. Uh, <laughs> praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. Oh, oh, <laughs> or maybe I've changed your mind. Can, can I come? Can I come? Uh, the issue is this. There's no way, no matter how good you are, no matter the best family you come from, you have problems and challenges. It's part of life. And they are made not to stress you, but to build you up and build resilience. Ali had to go through stress to be a beautiful man. Are you here, somebody? To remain world champion, do you think it's not easy to become to remain world champion? Getting there might be easy, but to remain there is difficult. Do you know that America has to continuously, continuously reinvent their weapons and their nuclear weapons every day? Because they have to remain global dominance of the world today. They have to continue because they must, everybody must do something. 
So how do you see yourself? My prayer today is this. You change your view of yourself. You first need to repent, first of all. For see yourself less than what God sees you. Don't you know you are a child of God? Do you know who God is? God is, and you are his child. Let me tell you something. The fact that you are saved today is that God chose you. He didn't choose you for choosing you sick. The reason why he chose you, there's a great destiny in front of you. Are you here, somebody? Yes. Are you here, somebody? Yes. How do you see yourself? Hmm. I think my wife said something like that. Nothing moves me. I didn't get that to this today. I used to fast and pray for problems before. Until my eyes opened. Amen to Jesus. Amen. But right now, no matter the challenge, yes, when Peter saw Jesus, he didn't recognize him in Luke 24. Why? His eyes were holding, he didn't recognize him. And I realized that, which I'll share tomorrow, his spiritual eyes have been blinded by Christ dying on the cross and also by him denying Christ three times. So when Christ showed up, he couldn't, he couldn't comprehend it. The same way disciples could not go beyond just being beheaded. And the Bible says, Rhoda continuously emphasized that it was even so. So every day, trust me, you will have problems. They will infiltrate your mind to make you feel inferior. But you need to speak your mind daily. It's a continuous battle. That's where the warfare is. Not with the demon spirits. The warfare is with you and your mind. Are you here, somebody? Say, I don't know, you're, I feel that pain in your body. Just say, by stripes, I am healed. Are you here, somebody? But maybe you say, by stripes, I'm healed, but see sickness. Are you here, somebody? How do you see yourself? My prayer is that from today, Go open your eyes to see yourself clearly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you praise and glory. Let's bow our heads today very quickly. And I want us to do one thing. Let's just first of all repent. If you're struggling with self-worth, with every eye closed and every eye bow, please. If you're struggling with self-worth and low self-esteem. I'd like to pray with you today. Begin to talk to God and say, God, help me. I ask and devote myself to the study of your word. That I may come to the point and realize that I'm a son of God. I'm no longer a servant. I'm an heir of God. I want you to make a commitment today to, to give time to study God's word. That it may change the view of self-view and your worldview of yourself. Because when you can layer prayer upon a God-given self-view, nothing shall become impossible for you. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org.